Encounters with Jesus. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required on our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Renee Kivit. Welcome Pastor Renee. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to be together after uh, an mm. awesome, busy, yeah. just really great weekend. Like yes. a beautiful Holy yeah. Week. And then, yeah, just a weekend of celebration. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, what a great Sunday. Um, we have our sunrise service or had our sunrise service, mm-hmm. which is a more of an intimate gathering outside yeah. and yeah. nice time to be together. And then the, I always think of it like a party on Sunday morning. It's like it the is. party, right? After Good Friday where it's somber and yeah. there is like re- time for reflection and it's really a, a, a more of a serious time to think about Jesus' sacrifice and what it what it really meant. Mm-hmm. Um, and we continued our sort of following in Jesus' footsteps with Good Friday and walked with Jesus to the garden where he says to his father, like, not my will, mm-hmm. not but my yours. will, but yours. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, man, that's that's a lot. <laughs> yes, it is a lot <laughs> because... Frequently, I like my will. Well, we can all identify mm-hmm. with that, right? Yeah, Wanting yeah. to choose our own will yeah. over God's will. Yeah. And so then to be able to sort of sit in that, have communion together, and and then, yeah, Sunday does feel like yeah. a party. You're yeah. right. It feels like just a beautiful celebration and a time to sort of reflect in a different way. Yes. It's a different, it is reflection. Yeah, of course. But a different kind of reflection. So we, we reflected on different two different encounters with Jesus mm-hmm. um, from uh, Luke. And, uh, and I was thinking, like, what are our encounters with Jesus? Mm, you know, yeah. so we, we, yeah, we started in, in the scripture and we can, we can go back and talk about that a little bit, but I think, I think I want to share a time that I encountered Jesus in a, in a way kind of like Cleopas and his friend. Mm-hmm. So the second story, we watched a skit, um, uh, between the three men, Jesus and Cleopas and his friend. His friend doesn't even have a name yeah. in, in script, just an unnamed fellow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> And they're walk, they're walking down the road to Emmaus, and and Jesus is you know starts begins to walk with them, and uh, and and they're you know somber and sad because Jesus died, and yeah. they don't have they're not on the Easter Sunday celebration yet necessarily <laughs> until the end, um, and uh, they're you know and they're like Jesus is like oh why are you so sad and 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 they're just like are you kidding me like were you under a rock like how do you not know what's going to happen and yeah so like, they had no idea who this no, guy was they thought it was a stranger no just like okay. just a guy just we're walking down the road <laughs> we're leaving Jerusalem mm-hmm. um and uh they were leaving because their messiah Jesus had died yeah he had been killed and the Roman soldiers were everywhere and they're just like we need to get out of here this place is it's just full of sadness and darkness and despair and there's nothing good yeah. you know and, uh, and so they're just walking along and they're like, we just, there was this guy, his name was Jesus. They're telling Jesus about yeah. Jesus, which is quite a riot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and he, he was supposed to be this Messiah. He was supposed to redeem Israel and, and they killed him, you know, and yeah. he's gone. And, uh, and, and Jesus is pretty like, I mean, he has to have a little sassy in him like yeah because he's just like are you guys so foolish like don't you know the prophecies and he like walks them through the prophecies and and they're just like yeah like we've heard of those prophecies like, yeah still <laughs> yeah it's like and who you know they don't I, it's interesting they don't ask him who he is i guess it would be common to just people are walking down the road and to cluster together yeah. and walk together and anyways and uh 
So many times I, I got to thinking like how many times that I, it's like I've encountered Jesus, but I didn't know it. Ah, uh, yes. Or, or because I think he isn't with me. So like in hard places, and I, I remember, okay, so this might seem silly to many of you, but I had a significant fear of the dark as mm-hmm. a child, like like irrationally yeah. ridiculous. And in fact, it followed me till I was about 30. So not just as a child. <laughs> um, and I remember getting dropped off one night at my parents' place. We lived up like in Stainer, that area. And uh, got dropped off and there was lots of lights on in the main part of the house. I said, okay, well, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need to wait. You know, should I wait in the driveway? No, no, it's fine. People are home. Yeah. The lights are on, right? So I get up to the front door. We live in the, we live in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's not a lot of close neighbors. And uh, so I go up to the front door and the door is locked. And so I'm like, well, that's weird. So I, like, I knock and I knock and no one comes to the door. And so I start walking. Like, there's a porch. I walk down to the next mm-hmm. set of windows. One was in the bathroom. One's in the kitchen. And I'm looking. I see no one. And I'm knocking. Like, And the realization is, okay. I know where the key is to unlock this door, but I have to walk all the way around to the back of the house. Oh, yeah. And and it's dark for one section. Mm-hmm. The back of the house is lit up by a yard light. I don't know. Yeah. Like, we just had these big yard lights because the barn was back there. And, sure. And uh, I had to walk back there, and I just started to bawl. Mm. Go, I can't walk back down. Like, my the fear of what could be in that darkness. And I just, it was just, like, paralyzing. Yeah. And I stood on that porch bawling. Like I was Aww. either 16 or 18 years old. Like I was old yeah. enough. I was not seven, you know, like yeah, yeah. bawling my eyes out. Like I can't go back there. How many in the house? Like, and, and I remember like being like, where, like being angry. Like, why would you let like at the Lord, why would you let like, me be dropped off? Like, you know, I'm afraid and you, you know this, you know this, you know this. And, and I have to go back there and, and, um, <laughs> and like, as if he wasn't right beside me. You know, and so I, you know, I, I laugh at these guys, like Cleopas and his buddy, like he's right beside them mm-hmm. and they didn't know or they didn't notice. And I, and I think I get, you, I can get so caught up in my, like, I'm stressed, I'm anxious, I'm frustrated, I'm angry. And like, I can't see anything else except those things. Yeah. And it's like, I can't, you know, I get paralyzed. I can't move. Well, so I have a moment on the porch where the Lord is like, you can actually do this. Mm-hmm. You can actually do this. And he gave me Psalm 23. I had learned mm. that as a child. My grandpa gave me a quarter. A quarter. That's right. Not a loony. Wow. They weren't there. We didn't have loonies <laughs> <laughs> yet. A quarter to learn uh, Psalm 23. And yeah. I started to say that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And I started to walk. Mm-hmm. And I walked around the back, around the side, which was the dark spot onto the back, into the backyard. I had to kind of reach underneath the deck, which was gross anyways, like yeah. spider, spidery, like that. Like, yeah. Got the key, came back out, and, and went into the house. And, like, I can so quickly decide or, or imagine that God is not with me. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because it, these, Cleopas and his friend, like, as soon as they... They get to their they get to their house. They invite him in. Like, hey, it's getting dark. Like, you might as well yeah. come in. That was just a hospitable thing that they people yep. would have done back then, like common, it's a normal thing. And Jesus sits down with them. And as soon as he prays and breaks the bread and gives them bread, they realize, oh my goodness, this is Jesus. Oh, I and wonder that, why. I 
I think it was just this beautiful, humble act of Yeah. But they were it was revealed to them. Yeah. And then Jesus disappears. Hmm. Which is like such a ripoff because you would yeah. want to like talk to him then, obviously. Yeah. Or in my head, that's what I think of. Yeah. Um and uh and they were just like, oh, weren't our hearts burning with it's like we knew. Mm-hmm. It's like we knew, but we didn't know. It was like we knew Jesus was with us, but we didn't know. And I feel like I can get stuck like that all the time. Yeah. Like I know Jesus is with me. Yep. But like I like I'm acting like he's not. Yep. Like I'm alone. I have nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't know what happened. It was at, at that moment that Jesus just opened my eyes to the fact that I could do this with scripture. Like I could do this with mm, him Yeah. for, for a, a blinding moment when I was bawling and yelling, <laughs> I couldn't see Jesus. But then all of a sudden yeah. it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. There was this, this moment where Jesus is like, yes, you can. And let's, let's say Psalm 23 and let's walk together. Yeah. That's um, beautiful that, um, like to hide scripture in your heart. I just, mm. I always keep going mm-hmm. back to thinking about how important that is, yes. especially as you're a child so that you can re- um, recall it as you yes. get older. Yeah. yeah. It, that's a huge one, Julie. That's a, and that, to me, that's, yeah. di- that's another encounter with Jesus. Yes. Like that's an encounter with his word. It's just yeah. another way that his character in him is revealed to us. And so I, yeah. I, I don't know if you've had any. Yeah. So I was thinking because you had asked me if I had anything to share mm-hmm. before the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what have I not shared? <laughs> and so this was during um, early COVID when mm-hmm. we were all at home all the time. And I had one of my daughters that had, was having trouble sleeping and would mm-hmm. just come out and come out and come out of her room. I'm scared. And I would say, well, what are you scared of? I don't know. I just feel scared. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you're safe here. And, yeah. you know, the first couple of times, oh, honey. And then you right. tuck them back in. And, you know, about an hour goes by of like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Multiple tuckings. Multiple tuckings. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm just not sure what to. And it was a repeated thing over several weeks. Oh, wow. And uh, so I did, you know, I got some magnesium. That mm-hmm. didn't work. I got some, you know, mm-hmm. I, we tried various essential oils. Mm-hmm. I was rubbing stuff on her. I was lavender, doing all kinds. Yeah, yeah all lavender. and. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we did a different bedtime routine. Mm. We did this, that. And I'm like, this is not working. And I'm frustrated. Yeah. So then I got to the point, and you remember um, Pastor Pat used to always say, well, I guess we're down to prayer now. <laughs> so the yeah. one night after she had come out for, you know, a couple of yeah. times, um, I thought, oh, well, I guess I'm down to prayer too. So I stood at the end of the hall, and I put my hand out, and I said, I plead the blood of Christ over my daughter's bedroom mm. and over her sleep. And can you please just, I think I may have even said, hold her eyeballs shut until she falls asleep <laughs> because she needs a rest yeah, yeah. and I need a rest. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, and I, uh, pled the power of Jesus mm-hmm. over, over her bedroom, over my house. Wow. And then her, her sleep markedly improved from then i can't say it was perfect every day but she didn't yeah. come out then and there was a mm-hmm. a drastic increase after that so yeah. i thought well <laughs> why did it take me so long mm-hmm. to get there and so i i mm-hmm. can definitely identify with those guys yeah. you know was jesus with her in her fear yeah. was he with me in my frustration mm-hmm. well of course for weeks mm-hmm. he was of yeah. course yeah but i didn't see it and yeah. i didn't um recognize it mm-hmm. and uh and then jesus tapped on your heart and he's like okay julie <laughs> yeah it's time for you to come up just here and cry out to me and you know pray yeah yeah so yeah wow. that's yeah the power of 
walking with Jesus and like knowing it and and, and the, it just like it blows my mind and I think why do I go there last <laughs> right that is a great question mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why do I go there last but he but you know Jesus meets each one of us in the way we need to be met yeah and and we each need different things from him at different times we each need to see different parts of his character different yeah. we need to experience different parts of his mercy or his boldness or his quiet way like he, mm-hmm. and he knows that about us and so he can yeah. meet us we can encounter him in so many different ways mm-hmm. um and so when i think about the other story we talked about on sunday um the thief on the cross like mm, yeah such a di- very different experience yeah right uh cleopas and his uh buddy like they were followers of jesus and they because they were probably in the city um, for Passover and celebration, and then they realize, wait a minute, this is turning south, yeah. and they're they're going to crucify they're crucifying Jesus, and and they bolted basically. Yeah, they left the city, um, but they had Jesus before that. Yeah. They knew him, uh, they knew about him. They had Jesus before that, and so the, but the thief did not. So the thief on the cross, like there's so when Jesus is crucified, there are two um, thieves crucified with him, mm-hmm. and the one is like mocking and making fun of him like oh yeah you can save people for sure yeah like you're clearly doing it right now because here we all are not being saved right (laughs) and so he's just like being just yeah ridiculing just being really nasty and the other thief is like he probably didn't say dude in my head i heard dude like come on like like don't you know who this is like don't you fear god is what he says like don't you realize like that we clearly deserve to be here we're like Bad we're guys. bad guys yeah, yeah exactly we're thieves but like jesus didn't do anything wrong so he knows about jesus in a in a fashion because he mm-hmm. knows he hasn't done anything wrong he knows and um he le- he you know in my in my reading when i picture it he is just like turns his head towards jesus and uh like they're just must have like i can't imagine the pain they were in and yeah. like even the ability to breathe when you're hanging like that would have been so yes. difficult so they'd have to push up on their ankle like push up on their feet right Oof. To breathe and speak. Yeah. And he looks at Jesus and he just says, like, will you remember me? Like, just remember yeah. me. And uh, Jesus, similarly so, suffering the same kind of pain, would have had to you know, push up to take a breath and just answer him. And he says, today I will remember you in mm. paradise. You, you'll be with me, excuse me, yes. in paradise. And um, and that's it. Like, that's, that's the encounter. And then they die. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jesus says a couple more things. But, and then he's with Jesus in heaven. Like, so what a, a, such a boldly unusual experience, right? Comparatively to you and I talking about just doing our daily life with Jesus. Like the thief actually did not get to do his full, his life with Jesus. No. Which is quite a loss. Yes, it is. And yet in the end, Jesus still made a way for him to become, uh, come into relationship with him because he believed. Mm-hmm. All he had, all he did was believed, right? Like he didn't do good works. Nope. He didn't make restitution. Nope. For all the bad things he did. No. He, you know, he didn't, um, he didn't even pray. No, he didn't pray. He didn't say, I'm so sorry. Like, please forgive me. He, all these things that I do believe are important. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But just to show that there are different ways to encounter Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it doesn't have to always look like, and in that, in an initial um, an initial encounter with Jesus where he comes into relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like that's, 
the Easter story in just like the whole picture, right? Yeah. But then for people like you and I who have been journeying with Jesus for many years, mm-hmm. we've had our initial encounter with him, but then it's like we need to encounter him over and over again. <laughs> right? Like, Well, isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. And not because we aren't in relationship. We made a decision to follow Jesus, and I, and I know that Jesus is journeying with me each and every day. It's not him that is failing to recognize that he's there. <laughs> right? It's no. me. Yeah. It's me. And so to see that Jesus can meet each one of us um, in just the ways we need it, in, you know, in not fancy ways. I mean... I, even the encounters with Jesus after his resurrection, the first people Jesus sees are mm-hmm. women yep. and Cleopas and someone, some random yeah. set of disciples who are not talked about anywhere else, who are not like part of the 12, you know, yeah. like, like the, the special ones or the inner circle, the yeah, inner, yeah. inner circle of three, like not yeah. that, no, and not like high society, important government officials. He didn't go to the Pharisees no. and the <laughs> Sadducees. And say, and the, yeah, back. look at me. <laughs> Maybe he should have. Yeah. Uh, after our conversation about hypocrisy, I kind of wish he would have been like, told you so, I was nah, coming nah, back. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he comes to just like show his accessibility, I think. Yeah. To show that he is here for every single one of us. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have anything. Well, we don't, like in all reality. No. We don't have anything enough for him. <laughs> no. But that he has everything for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is just the beautiful, beautiful message of Easter. Yeah. And the celebration that any of us can come to him. Mm-hmm. At any time. At any time. For anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. <laughs> I encourage people to share their stories. Like, Yeah. Tell... If you are a follower of Jesus, like sh- take an opportunity this week to share an encounter with Jesus mm-hmm. with someone else. Yeah, yeah, to encourage them, to let them hear the story. Like every time I hear a testimony, I'm encouraged. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe it'll be someone brand new who doesn't know Jesus, or maybe it's just someone who's like stuck. Yep, <laughs> and needs that reminder, and right? Needs that reminder. Yeah, that Jesus is with them. You know, as soon as Cleopas and his friend realized it was Jesus, do you know what they did? They dropped their meal. They didn't even finish supper. They turned around and ran back to Jerusalem. Wow. To tell everyone, it's yeah. true, Jesus is alive. Yeah. So that's, let's be like them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's back. awesome. That's very encouraging. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Renee. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with Renee, her email address is renee at waynefleetbic.com and my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So we uh, hope you had a great Easter <laughs> Easter weekend. And thank you for tuning in. We look forward to connecting with you later. Have a great week. Bye-bye.